0: Hello everyone, welcome to the Total Football Podcast. In this podcast, I'm joined with two wonderful guests. My first guest is Alex. Alex, how are you? Hello, I how are you? I'm good, thank you. And my second guest I'm joined with is Edo. Hello, Edo, how are you? I'm great, I how are you? Fantastic, great. So, in this episode, we'll be doing a match review over the weekend. And I first want to move on to Premier League. Um, Alex, you watched the Liverpool and Leicester game. Yeah. Just give us some thoughts on what happened in that game, and yeah, just give us some of your opinion.
1: Yeah, it was a really good game. High temper from both teams. Liverpool started um, played well for the majority of the game, and they got the first goal in the second half with Salah. And then, in the space mm-hmm. of five minutes, Leicester scored two goals, and and yeah, and then the last goal just came because Liverpool gave up.
0: And yep. yeah. Cool. Um, and obviously, you know, Liverpool had a. Well, Oshan Kabak his, had had his debut uh, in that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How would you describe his debut, Alex?
1: I mean, he didn't do anything spectacular, let's say. But um, and in the second goal, there was a miscommunication with Alisson. O- obviously, he's new, so he doesn't know if Alisson, in those situations, comes out and sweeps the ball away. So yeah, there was some yep. miscommunications there, but he starts to get used to the league. It's a brand new league, so yeah.
0: Excellent. And um, just final question from for me as well, Liverpool. What do you think is missing in the team? Do you think it's creativity? Is it yeah. lack of uh, clinicality? What do you think is missing in that Liverpool side?
1: Yeah, it's it's creativity up up top because when Salah and Mane, Mane do try. But it's not, I don't think it's enough. The, the goal they scored was a really good um, play between Firmino and Salem, but it was only that one time. And during the rest of the game, they didn't really do much. So, yeah, I think it's creativity which is missing.
0: Cool, great. And I think, obviously, in the last seven games, Liverpool have lost five games in all competitions, which is obviously a poor mm. um, side from Liverpool. And with the Champions League coming up very soon Tomorrow, I believe. It's tomorrow, isn't it they're playing? Yeah, yeah. Um they really need to start punching in and, and get and get the results they need. Um but Edo I want to move on to another big club in England, Manchester City. You watched mm-hmm. the Manchester City as a Tottenham game. Yeah. Another great result for, for Man City, another great game for Gundogan as well. Yeah. How would you describe that Manchester City performance?
2: Oh well, I actually really enjoyed watching that game. It was so fun to see Manchester City play. You know, Guardiola's men won three 0 you know, after having dominated and outplayed Tottenham. Um, the first goal came from a penalty, which was converted by Rodri. And in that way, Man City took their lead to halftime. Um, in the second half, Gundogan scored two goals to kill the game off and seal the win for Manchester City. And, you know, I'm just happy to see Gundogan keeping up his fantastic form. You know, as I said, scored two goals, but he also won the penalty for the first goal. And I would also like, like to mention that Edison actually assisted Gundogan's second goal. So, brilliant stuff.
0: Fantastic, and I do I do remember as well when the penalty happened. Edison wanted to take it. He was yeah. so keen in taking it, but I was like, "No, get back in goal, get back in goal." Yeah. Would you Would you have liked if Edison took the penalty?
2: Yeah, I think it would have been really interesting to see a goalkeeper take a penalty.
0: Yeah, of course, you don't see it very often as well, and. Mm. Obviously, just want to ask a few questions about Tottenham. What do you think is missing in this Tottenham team? Obviously, it's another pour up for Jose Mourinho. Mm. But what do you think is missing? Is it there's no, again, no creativity up front? Or what do you think is missing?
2: I think, you know, in that game, Man City dominated so much. They they, they had the ball so much and they played so well. It was actually hard to see what was wrong with Tottenham. You know, the, the few times that Tottenham actually had the ball and managed to go up, you know, they, they created uh, some chances. But, Man City just played so well, it was hard to see what actually the problem inside the Spurs system is.
0: Excellent. And obviously, because recently Jürgen Klub has slightly admitted that he's conceded the title, do you think that Man City are definitely title winners this season?
2: Well, by the way, they're playing, I sure think so. You know, I can't see a team that can win against that Manchester City team unless, of course, an important player gets injured.
0: Fantastic, great. Um, and my last question as well. I Just want to ask my final question: With the next game, Man City are playing against Everton and Arsenal, and then they got the Bruce and Munchen game. Do you think that Man City can continue their form?
2: Um, I certainly think they can. You know, they've got a great team, great players, so I'm sure they can change change some. You know, change the starting lineup in order to let some players rest, or so, you know, maybe maybe they might get a draw in because they've got couple hard games or a couple difficult games but I certainly think they can keep that form up. Fantastic, great uh, Yeah thank you for that Akib uh, now would you like to move on to Bundesliga?
0: Absolutely, I'm, I can't wait
2: Go on Akib, tell us about your games then
0: So um, I watched Dortmund versus Hoffenheim game um, it was very exciting um, Hoffenheim are definitely a fantastic side with great quality up front. Um, they didn't start Kramaric because, unfortunately, he had an injury. But definitely, Bebou, who is a very good striker, really fast, really aggressive up front, can really, you know, damage that Borussia, that Borussia Dortmund defence. Um, I said it many times before as well, I think Borussia Dortmund are just missing something in midfield. You know, they got Gio Reyna, who's very, he's class. Jaden Sancho's also very good but i think it's Julian Brandt, Bellingham, Delaney, they just they're not they don't they don't click in that Dortmund team for me. Um, there's something missing with these three players, especially Julian Brandt. It's just a constant thing where he doesn't get his performances up up up. Um, and definitely losing against Hoffenheim isn't isn't the best thing, you know. Hoffenheim are more of, or, so down the league, bottom of the league table, 12th position, sort of mid table. Um, Dortmund are sitting six so I think with the signing of Marco Rosa today which we found out mm. can definitely change his boys to Dortmund next season but if Dortmund really need to fight for this Champions League spot which I think is quite unlikely they really need to start clicking up and, and start thinking that you know we need, to, we need to wake up now because this is this, this is this is getting horrendous mm. um, with the next game against Sevilla I don't think um, Dortmund can win. Mm. It looks like it's going to be a tough game, especially with Papa Gomez as well, in yeah. the January market. So I think it will be very, very difficult.
2: Yeah, I could um, just bringing it back to that Hoffenheim-Burista Dortmund fixture. I just wanted to ask you about Haaland's equal. As you know, there was some dispute about whether Haaland should have actually gone on and scored that goal as a Hoffenheim man was down. So, what are your thoughts on
0: that? Well, I mean, that is I, I, an interesting question. I think there was a Hoffenheim player down. And I think Haaland has all right to continue because there's no rule in the book that says if a player is down, you need to stop the play. Mm. That's a rule which the players have decided themselves.
1: Yeah.
0: The referee didn't blow the whistle, so keep playing. And I think there was a bit of dispute as well with with um, with one of, the, one of the defenders. I think it's just normal in football when the foul happens, everyone needs to stop the play. But I think Haaland did excellent, continued running. And, and went for the and, goal. And
1: and also um, Hoffman didn't stop the play; they they continued, and they were the ones who lost the ball. So yeah, I don't see why yeah. they got angry with that goal.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
2: Brilliant stuff so far, guys. Um, uh, Alex might not like this, but let's move on to the Napoli Uva game. Uh, I know both of you guys watched it, so yeah, what are your thoughts on that fixture?
1: Oh, I, I don't know what to say, really. Napoli only having one shot on goal the whole game and winning 1-0 with a penalty. Mm. And, yeah, uh, I actually don't know what to say. We we, we just didn't um, finish off our chances in the second half. F- I think first off we played too slow. Um, Benton Court especially was too slow in, in the midfield. Unlike Yeza, he was... One of our best players in the pitch he was always trying always trying to take on his
0: his um defender, so yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And um Alex, I don't want to be mean to Juventus, mm-hmm. but I think Juventus are a fantastic side. And I think Juve got unlucky because they were playing Inter, midbeat against Copatalli yeah. as well. So players like Kluseski, McKinney, Sandro, the players you really want to start in this team they couldn't start. Um, especially McKennie, he's the main midfielder that clicks in that in that team. Yeah. You know, I think Rabiot, Bentancur are good midfielders, but I don't think they don't click. They don't have something together which which goes well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think they're more defensively minded rather than offensively minded. Um, and I think as, 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 Napoli as well had a really good structure. You know, double double teaming on Kiesa Bernadeschi yeah, yeah. as well. Um, and Lozano, getting back in defence as well as Insigne getting back, tracking back a lot. So I think Napoli, you could say the penalty, you know, what happened has happened, but I think Napoli did deserve the result in the fact that defensively they worked really hard. Um, but if 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 I was to say which team deservedly wins out of the whole game, it's definitely mm, Yeah.
1: Okay, so... Um, another game which happened on Saturday was a surprising result between Spezia and Milan, which I think no one expected by Spezia winning 2-0. And they actually played really well that game. And yeah, that just made the table even closer. Yeah. And then one more game, which happened on Sunday, was the big game between Inter and Lazio, with Inter winning 3-1. And Lukaku proving why he's one of the best strikers in Europe right now. And, yeah. and yeah, he also reached um, Ronaldo with 16 goals in the league this season. So, yeah.
2: Yeah, the, the Serie A table is really tight right now. And, you know, over the two weeks, Milan have some difficult matches with the derby coming up and also
0: they're playing yeah. Roma.
2: So we'll see how that will turn out.
0: I just want to add one point as well. Um, with the Milan loss and the Inter mm-hmm. win, I think this Inter side is now going to gain so much hunger by winning against Lazio that I think the derby Inter might win because there's so much hunger now that they're first in the league, that they really want to fight for this title now. What they want, really want to stop Juventus in dominating the league. I think this game itself, the Lazio game, could be really significant for the okay. title. And, really
1: and, also, and also because um are out of every other competition so they can only focus on the Serie A now. Yeah, so, yeah, exactly.
2: And also, obviously, the manager Conte is a winner. He's won the Serie A with Juve. Yeah. Uh, Euros with Italy, obviously, quarterfinals, finals but that was still really, uh, an alright run. But, yeah.
0: I was disappointed with myself about Inter. Hakimi didn't get a goal or assist. I have in my fantasy that he never scores. (laughs) In the biggest games when I want him to score or get the assist he never does it. Hakimi, if you're listening to this remember to get your goals, yeah? uh... I remember. (laughs) Um,
2: Some other other, um, maybe big or important results in La Liga Barcelona won 5-0 against Um, Also, we had two interesting results in the Eredivisie. PSV failed to win against 19th place or and he's placed near the bottom of the table ado, which means that Ajax could extend their lead at the top of the table and also Feyenoord absolutely smashed with 5-0
0: well um, guys if you don't mind we're just going to move on to the last part of our podcast yeah in this episode and it's the UEFA Champions League predictions now we have really exciting games going on uh, this 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 week particular as well we have the RB Leipzig versus Liverpool game mm-hmm. tomorrow we also have the Barcelona versus PSG game that's really exciting can't wait okay. to see that and then on Wednesday we've got two big fixtures Sevilla versus Dortmund and Porto versus Juventus Yeah. now I'm just going to go with yeah. Alex first Alex your predictions for RB Leipzig versus Liverpool what do you think?
1: okay so um, after seeing Liverpool's performance against Leicester I'm expecting them to turn it around and focus more on the Champions League this season. And But Leipzig also have a strong team. They're solid with young players. So I'm saying 2-1 Liverpool.
0: OK. Edza, what do you think?
2: I think this could really go either way. I mean, I think Leipzig could win it or Liverpool could win it or it could even be a draw because, you know, Liverpool obviously, as Alex said, you know, as Klopp also said, they can't win the league, so maybe they might choose to concentrate on the Champions League. Mm-hmm. So this match could really go either way, but I'm calling a two-two draw.
0: And me myself, I'm gonna say Leipzig might win it two-zero because you know, with 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 the hunger they have right now, with Julian Nagelsmann as the manager, mm. they could decide to use the same tactics against Manchester United, attacking overload, throw oh, more bodies in the box. So I think that could be way in beating Liverpool the next game another fantastic game Barcelona vs PSG Alex what are you thinking about this
1: so everyone wanted to see Messi against Neymar obviously he was out again okay, for injury this weekend yeah. so yeah we won't see that but there's still Mbappe away all these big players and I'm saying 2 yeah. no PSG yeah
2: Oof.
0: okay and then what were you saying
2: um not to be boring but I'm calling another 2-2 draw <laughs> uh,
0: and for me I think well, Neymar didn't didn't get an injury I think he probably had to attend his sister's birthday as we all know <laughs> that's very important so I'm saying oh, I think if Barcelona step up with the young players they've got it could be could be a 1-0 1-0 for PSG okay, I'm going to say 1-0 PSG uh-huh. yeah. I don't think
1: Barcelona uh-huh. have too much experience
0: no, yeah. But I think definitely, you know, losing 1-0 isn't too bad with to the players they have as well. Mm, yeah. I think it's it's an okay result for Barcelona. Mm-hmm. Moving on to the game, which I'm really, really excited about. Sevilla versus Dortmund. Alex, well, I, I
1: don't know the teams too much. So, and I know they're both doing well in the league. Maybe not so much Dortmund.
0: So, I'm saying a 1-1. Okay. of what were you saying?
2: I'm saying a one-no win to BVB.
0: Okay. I'm saying a two-no win for Sevilla. <laughs> okay. Favorite Sevilla. Bayern fan, you know. So I hope they win. Okay. And Porto versus Juventus. Alex, you don't have yeah. to say your yeah. predictions. If you don't want to. I totally yeah, understand. Yeah, I'm not,
1: I'm not going to say it. So I just hope we play well and <laughs> get, get, get a good response after the
0: Napoli loss. <laughs> cool Edo what are we saying
2: I'm saying a 3-1 win for Juve
0: 3-1 win for Juve mm. for me for well, Cuadrado is out
2: yeah so is Arthur Who else is,
0: so is Arthur as well I don't think that's a problem but Cuadrado is the problem So I'm saying
2: no
0: 2-1 for Porto or 1-0 1-0 mm. or one for yeah, Porto Porto haven't
1: lost the Champions League game at home yet so
0: yeah yeah so that's also to consider well thank you youtube for joining in for today's episode i really hope you know you you really enjoyed and tuned in please make sure to um, follow us on our social media platforms such as instagram youtube and spotify i hope you really enjoyed this episode we'll be back soon for our topic review this wednesday so stay tuned Sorry, this Friday. Yep. Sorry, this Friday.
2: Yeah, this Friday. So you
0: see my, mind, my mind is all focused on the Champions <laughs> League game already. You can see that. <laughs> so remember to stay tuned for this Friday for our topic review. Thank, thank you, Alex, okay, for being here. Thank you to all the viewers. Thank you, Edo.
2: Thank so, you, guys. And thank you to everyone that's watching.
0: And thank you for me as well. This was a Total Football Podcast. Thank you for tuning in.